return to Mind Your Business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. Starts here every Thursday at 4 o'clock. Hey, Jamila, how's it going? Sorry, got to give her her microphone. I know. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mice in today. <laughs> yep, we're, we're both, uh, you know, pushing the wrong buttons for a minute here. Yeah. And our guest on the program today is founder and CEO of Codio. We'd like to welcome Simon Glass to the conversation. Simon, pleasure to have you. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited to have you here, Simon, because we um, we met a couple of weeks ago, um, and today we're going to talk a little bit about Codio, which is an exciting opportunity, I think, for people looking for money, and our stakeholders are always looking for money. <laughs> um, so we want to talk a little bit about what Codio is and how you got it started and all of that. But before we do that, I can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to our listening public? Sure, thank you. Um, well, pleasure to be here, pleasure to be on the island. It's a fantastic place to be at the moment. Um, yeah, so born and raised in the UK, but I spent lots of my life around the world, lived in Australia and the US and other places, uh, went to university in the UK and uh, ended up here in September. Yes. It, how, how did you find your way here to Bermuda, of all places? Well, um, never been here before and always noticed it and uh, was intrigued and came here in September because it's one of the places you come to for business and for holidays uh, from the UK and uh, got to meet some folks here and liked it and have been here since, give or take. <laughs> well, there you go. That's how it happens, you know. They say um, the Bermuda Triangle, but that's really what happens. People come <laughs> here and fall in love with it and they're like, that's it. We don't want to leave. <laughs> Um, but we're fortunate to have you here with us because, as you know, um, my organization supports people who are interested in starting business. And, of course, starting a business, growing a business, running a business takes capital. And I think Codio provides uh, entrepreneurs with access to capital. Can you talk a little bit about what it is and how it works? Okay, thank you. Yeah, so we started uh, a few years back, and Codio basically matches investors at this stage mainly what we call venture capital firms and private equity firms, with entrepreneurs of all stages and sectors. And it's a platform, so basically you onboard very quickly as an entrepreneur, put in some information, a profile, and algorithms and data that we've built uh, spin, and they can show you if you've got some matches on the other side. It's a bit like matchmaking, but for money. Exactly. Well, they matchmake you for money. That's another story. Not for today. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty cool. What, I mean, what, how did you come up with this, and why did you think there was a need for it anyway? Thanks. So um, we start up by building up a global database of venture capital and private equity as a sort of a uh, pet project. And then people on, who were using it said to us, look, what we really want is money. And what became apparent was that entrepreneurs wanted funding, and mm -hmm. the, their funders on the other side wanted to have a filter effect on who they should talk to. And entrepreneurs are stuffing around spending too much time the wrong people kissing a lot of frogs as we say mm -hmm. um, and they want to have an automated process they get on with their business rather than uh, spend their time trying to understand the fundraising game right and that's how we, fo we focus the business in that direction so what were you doing before you did this oh i've done lots of things i've worked <laughs> in uh, in several countries i've worked in banking i've worked in venture capital in the uk i've worked in the entertainment industry in the 90s okay so I, I guess what I'm trying to, to get to is, were you in a room, you and a couple of your friends saying, okay, what can we do to connect these entrepreneurs with potential investors? How did the whole idea behind this platform actually come to be? 
Well, it came about uh, through a couple of iterations of what people now call pivots, but um, I had worked in venture capital. I'd literally looked at inbound business plans, and I'd also helped um, the venture capital firms themselves raise their own money. Um, I worked as an entrepreneur and had, obviously, to try and raise funding at various times. I worked in banking and saw people had funding gaps. Mm-hmm. It's all basically that the quality of data, of information in the uh, sort of everything from the startup to the growth business arena was very poor. Uh, for a whole bunch of reasons, and that it was very hard for people to know where to start. And then we started off originally, say, building this global database. And then what happened is people said to us, well, we don't know really what we're looking for, and you have the domain knowledge for that. Could you try and effectively automate it for us and make mm-hmm. it instant? And that's how we got going. Okay. So how long did that process take? Uh, so we started the business part-time a few years back, and it was really about 2017-18 where we got moving as a matching platform. Okay. Okay. So uh, when we think of matching, like you said, historically, this is uh, usually a dating sort of situation. Mm. But I guess you can you can kind of compare the two, right? Because the investor and potential um, entrepreneur are, in a sense, dating. Am I misspeaking? Yeah, well, well, first of all, we found the average relationship between an entrepreneur and their investors is longer than the average marriage. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Well, you, well, there you go. More time together. That's a stat for you. So many people yeah. say that I'm married to my job or I'm married to work. <laughs> so so that's a good analogy. Yeah. It, and also we found that, I mean, we actually got a demo on our, on our if people go to our website, it's quodio.com, which is like radio with a Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a demo there and the demo of the entrepreneurs literally uses the the marriage analogy. And I mean, it's a bit like if, if like in dating, if you you know, in theory, what you should do is, if you're single, look for single people. Yes. Some people get up to other tricks, to be honest. But, <laughs> we um, won't speak. And, and, and have certain preferences, etc. Yeah. And very similar in funding. Um, it's a very similar game. It's amazing how, in life, one finds so, so many things so similar. And similarity is that, you know, what's the point of talking to somebody who's not at your stage or sector yeah. of funding, not in your market? You need to find the right fit. And it's very hard for entrepreneurs to navigate through that. And that's why why we created Quodia. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's sure. very difficult. We yeah. see all the time people are coming and they're like, well, can you introduce me to an investor? And then we have people who may be interested in some specific industry, right? They might be interested in a, a, a certain type of business only. In your experience, have you found that to be the case as well? So, yeah, I mean, we, we, we say it's a bit like if you buy a, a smart car or any car, most people don't look underneath the hood. They just want the car to drive. And we provide a service which effectively enables people to identify who to speak to or sometimes also who not to speak to mm-hmm. or who, you might, who might be in your pipeline in the future. Right. One venture capitalist told us the other day he likes to call cool matches. Our system grades the matches on the information you give us. And we have about 2,000 venture and productive firms on our platform. It grades you against them. We're constantly growing the investor base. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, we have cool, warm, and hot matches, we call it. And if you're an entrepreneur, you can touch with those who are most fit your needs at the time, mm-hmm. which suggests you don't waste your time talking to the wrong kind of people. You don't want to look underneath the hood and try and say how the car works. You buy a car. You want somebody to give you those answers to, to repair it. And very similarly, you know, we, we help sort those matches for you. So we would suggest you talk to those who we think are most appropriate. Mm-hmm. But the venture capitalist said to me the other day, I like actually what's called cool matches because I like to find diamonds in the rough and build a pipeline and have a watch list of entrepreneurs. So there's mm-hmm. all kinds of ways people are now using it. Sure. Okay. And so how did, how has that changed from what you originally thought this was going to be? Like, has it changed much from, from what you actually um, created when you actually launched it? Well, it's been through a few changes over time, thanks. So, you know, we built this database, which was free to air, as we call it, you know, free to use. 
And we thought, you know, if you give people lots of questions, they can go and fill in and go and find stuff. They'll go and find it. Turned out most people didn't know what they were looking for. Mm, <laughs> and they yeah. wanted some guidance. Um, and so um, by creating this matching platform, we released the newest, the new version uh, in 2020 okay. uh, last year, in the middle of the COVID era. Particularly in a platform era when you can't meet people face to face. Exactly. You can't perfect. meet people face to face. It is part of that process. You can then funnel and choose who you should be speaking to and when. Um, so we refo- refocused the last couple of years towards that. And it's been very, um, uh, very relevant in this current era. Yeah. And so is it working? Like, have you made some successful matches? That's very interesting. So we, we are beginning to see matches occur. We've got several thousand matches in total have occurred since we released the, uh, the product last year. Of course, not all the matches go on to do deals. Right. So we're now beginning to sort of track how many of those are actually converting into transactions because just because somebody's a warm match, it's like, you know, if you go on a date. Exactly. You that doesn't mean you've got to get married. Place, right. Sure. Exactly. So, so you know, you, you, you kiss a lot of frogs. But if, if it's a 1% game and one out of 100 may work for you, you know, we can narrow that down to who maybe the 10 or 20 you should be speaking to. So we save a lot of money and time and who to put you in front of. We don't do the transactions, the deals ourselves on our platform mm. and we don't we're not a fund managers we don't manage the money itself mm. so mm-hmm. these are the folks we think you ought to speak to but in many cases people turn around and say i i heard about venture or somebody thought it's for me and actually found it wasn't for me and that actually in itself is also useful in today it's horses for courses mm-hmm. what's what's your you know what is your aspiration should be matched somehow so okay if i'm a, a vc or a potential investor what kinds of things are you asking of me what do i have to do to get on the site oh, so on the, the platform investors so the investors are, are slightly different in how we handle them to the entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've got about 2,000 uh, VC venture capital and private equity firms globally track one another on our system. We've actually interviewed over 1,000 of them in person globally, which is the biggest survey anybody's ever done like that, because we felt that interviewing people gave um, the kind of quality, like the smart money information, as opposed to just the the private, you know, just, just, the, just the numbers per se, etc. We get underneath the skin to see what they really add in, terms of value. Mm-hmm. So we've actually been a thousand VCMP firms with 30 business schools around the world and profile them, put them on the platform and they then take over their accounts. That's a slightly it's a more qualified process. We want to make sure the VCs who come on the platform have in some kind of way been qualified and quality controlled by us to right. come onto the platform before they can be let loose on the entrepreneurs and such. Is, right. that, is that a big issue with, you know, venture capitalists and, and, and uh, things like that, them claiming to have these things is there any like duplicity or something that you guys have to look out for or things like that not not generally it's, it's mm-hmm. quite interesting it's a bit like something like a linkedin uh, people tend to actually tell you the truth generally sure and they get kind of found out if not i mean the way that the algorithms work you get, you'd have to figure out backwards and back solve what we're doing to mm-hmm. try to create a sort of a fake profile to try gotcha. and mm-hmm. matches. Mm-hmm. but what we, we do do is when we have we have about three to five vc sometimes per week signing up the platform whom we haven't interviewed and we don't do much to, to market them this organically come along and hear about us and we have a sort of six-step process that monica one of our team uh, does to mm. manually check that um that those people are indeed bona fide or appropriate so you have people coming along who think they're right cash we had some the other day was an asset manager mm-hmm. wasn't a venture capitalist so we said look we don't have functionality for you yet you know we'll keep you on your mind for the future gotcha. right mm-hmm. right that's for the third or fourth pivot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll have even less hair. Obviously, your, your, your listeners can't see. But, yeah, <laughs> they don't know what you look like. Hair's falling, falling out hair by the day. The day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, likewise, for, for, from the uh, entrepreneur side, what kinds of things are you asking them? What should they expect if they're looking to be matched? That's a great question, Nate. So, 
it's we've tried to simplify down how you're on board on the system. Our old system, our first version, took a couple of hours to complete size, as many systems do, and people got very bamboozled. Mm. We've tried to simplify down the language. It's still quite hard, I think, for entrepreneurs to always understand the language required. I've been mm-hmm. working with Ignite as well here in, mm-hmm. in uh, Bermuda. Today we were uh, evaluating entrepreneurs who want to come on the, on the uh, Ignite program, and I was very struck by there's a huge amount of passion here mm-hmm. and creativity, but people may not have been exposed to some of the kind of language used in the space, and we've yes. tried to simplify that down on, on, on boarding the platform. But even then, you can ask a question that seems quite simple but might be quite complex in reality. Yeah. Um, so if you ask people about sales and or about growth or about where they may sell their business or how big their aspirations are, they may be telling you the truth, and we always want people to tell the truth, to be honest on the platform, because it doesn't work otherwise anyway. Um, it's a bit like dating thing again, yeah, you've got to tell the truth. <laughs> right. But, 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 it, but it's also that, that, um, that some of those people aren't actually saying what they are capable of. And I think in Bermuda, it strikes me, there's an enormous amount of capability and people aren't necessarily exploiting that fully. So sometimes entrepreneurs will come onto the platforms. We create the version called Concierge, which is double the price. So usual products are $9.95 per month. The one that's $20 a month, roughly. Um, and that includes like a review of your profile to help make you more matchable, to yeah. enhance your matchability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been really successful because, um, you know, you can look at somebody's profile and say, if you just tweak this or tweak that, yep. is, this, is this really what we're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Then actually um, they'll suddenly find all these new funders or sometimes fewer funders because they get sure. more focused on who they should be speaking to. Not everyone knows how to ask for what they want. It, and that's true. And right. I think um, you are absolutely right, Simon. We see that all the time. Mm. It's like you ask a question that you think is pretty straightforward, but you get a variety of answers or to that one question. Or the deer in the headlights kind of look. <laughs> and it's not, um, it's just like you said, they're not exposed to the language and how they should respond to certain things so that you have that concierge service, I think, is great at it value because people need help you, you guys do we guys i should say BEDC <laughs> does that a lot too you yeah know, and that's what we emphasize with our people who are inquiring here like there's no dumb questions we're going to help you articulate what it is that you're looking to do mm-hmm. and and give you the best advice on well no you shouldn't turn left you should maybe turn right here right you know to 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 get it all together so you mentioned a price simon what what exactly is that and can you go into a little bit of the concierge service and what that means okay thanks so originally so we had a free database we built and then we looked at you asked me before that change the business we looked like what they call enterprise sales like charging large amounts of money to institutions and we realized it's a bit like the whole movement at the moment about democrat democratization as they call it of financial services realize if you actually open up made it accessible to individuals to use even if attached to businesses then it's a different it's a completely different kind of service and that requires a kind of price point so traditionally the data in the venture industry costs thousands to sign up to every year and we thought that was totally unenfranchising and, mm-hmm. and bamboozling people so we came up with a much more individual price point like in many sort of what's called SaaS business you know software as a service business or apps you buy on a phone so ours is, is there's a free basic version, and you get a little bit of functionality with that as it, when you sign up on the platform. Then there's what we call Pro, which is $9.95 a month. And that Pro enables you to um, to match with, be match and see who your matches are mm-hmm. um, with venture capital and private equity firms all over the world. So, you know, if you're a Bermuda entrepreneur who gets matched or an entrepreneur in London or elsewhere gets matched with a venture capitalist somewhere else potentially, okay. as well as locally. Um, so you're completely open to the, you know, what's out there in the world. So you are allowed to to make contact with, uh, with to a certain extent, with uh, if you're with warm or hot matches, they call that's the very hot, the very warm matches. 
um, and you'll be pinged whenever some matches occur. And then for the concierge service, we give you access to a report library we've built up over a period of time on various markets, etc. We invite you to webinars, events that we do uh, in various ways, and we also um, then do this, this re- personal review. And at the moment, the review in concierge is done one-to-one or one-to-two. So when we have entrepreneurs uh, we have entrepreneurs set up times with us, and we go th- one or two of our staff go through the profile of the entrepreneur and help tweak it or show what they mm-hmm. should do or how they should complete it to mm-hmm. be more, more matchable. Mm-hmm. That will be a more um, AI-driven, you know, machine-learning-driven model later on the year. But at the moment, we're doing it literally sort of on a sort of a personal one-on-one person. Yeah. The so, so they're getting they're getting their to, full money's worth right now. <laughs> cheap, cheap consultancy. <laughs> so it costs, literally, it costs hundreds of dollars if you go to an accountant, of course, um, or, or lawyer. Per and hour, they their place, obviously. <laughs> of course, but, but, but no, they have their place. But but you know, uh, and, and we work with lots of those kind of folks. But sure. but you know, for you know, potentially ten or twenty bucks a month, and you can get into this whole trusted network, and that's part of it. But also getting inside the network and get the language up to up to stream, etc. I mean, we, we're offering you, we can offer your your listeners today, we're offering BDC folks, Ignite folks, now, and fifty percent off off the 995 mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. three months, which is a, we've got a, a, a code QOD50, a QOD capital letters 50 at the checkout. It's a, it's a very simple sort of stripe checkout when you when you sign up the system. And that means for five bucks a month for three months or 50% off the annual subscriptions, you can be on the service. And we want to, because we want to get people who are, we want to make it accessible because the we believe in having large numbers of entrepreneurs on the system, which mm-hmm. is good for the venture capital firms, also good in all kind of ways for the system, and helping get a product like this out to a large market. So right. we see a huge number of underserved, regional, diverse communities being forgotten about in many cases, not intentionally, but unintentionally, um, in these industries. And we can get gain you can gain access to this club in some kind of way uh, through a product like ours. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, I think... Um, especially for us, because we struggle with and we have conversations about it all the time about how do you get um, an entrepreneur locally in Bermuda exposure outside of Bermuda to think globally, mm-hmm. to think go- globally, but not ne- but also to get the the network to grow that network. And it sounds like your platform does create an opportunity for them to be able to do that. Now, what kinds of uh, I would say businesses do you traditionally see? Can you kind of narrow it down to specific industries or what have you seen since it's been launched? Okay, so we, we are what we call agnostic by stage and sector. Awesome. So we mm-hmm. don't mind what stage or sector. So a lot of people think the word entrepreneur means an early stage tech entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, like a startup. We do have obviously lots of those on the platform, but we are from, as, as entrepreneurs. But there's a whole range, a whole smorgasbord, and we will later bring on other funding sources like angels and you know, angels they call yes, yeah. family offices and others and next year or two as well who can often get involved earlier but we do see a lot of quite early stage business come on board often for whom venture might not be quite ready quite ready for them now exactly but yeah. they get up to speed and get inside the network and the other thing the vcs are doing there as i mentioned earlier is they are uh, looking at their own pipelines now and they can ping a they can contact a an entrepreneur while they're still molding their business. Right. And in a sense, for entrepreneur VCs, there's more value there. They get a little bit earlier. So you can be quite surprised. You could be contacted out the blue by a potential investor, a bona fide investor, helping some great old business when you, you know, you're, you know, maybe not weren't thinking it might, might, might happen. Right. And so I think it's interesting because I do think that 
a lot of the the businesses that we work with, a lot of the entrepreneurs that we work with. Because when I think VC, I'm thinking like millions of dollars, right? Sure. I'm thinking Silicon Valley. I'm thinking tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, a lot of our stakeholders are people who start lifestyle businesses. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they have the ability to scale as well. So I guess what I'm asking is with regard to the current platform, right now you said uh, private equity and VC, but you did mention angel. Would you be so kind as to kind of explain your definition of the difference between the three of those? Sure. So business angels are literally come as a title actually from the film industry or, or the theater industry where angels are used to call them people who, uh, you know, were sort of helping uh, fund gross theatrical productions would, would often lose money, but try and help start up productions. That's been morphed into the business world. So now you have a lot of individual people who are often wealthy, but not always so wealthy, who want to have a go and and invest in, in growth businesses for a range of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they make their own decisions themselves in most cases, and they're individuals. So it's a slightly different animal than a, a lower ticket size in many cases, maybe the thousands, maybe the tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars, but usually not above that. Venture capital firms tend to come in, it depends where you are in the world, sometimes from as low as $250,000, even less. Okay. And many come in many places more. It's more of a mindset thing. So in some countries where venture capital starts and moves in is earlier than other countries. And that's one of the things about being a global platform. So sometimes you picked up in a market where there isn't necessarily venture capital in your market, mm-hmm. but there is somewhere else and people see the opportunity and it comes up on their radar. Um, so it's more like a mindset thing about growth. So I think what VCs look for is exits which are sales because they have to sell business they invest into right are you going to sell your business in the long run if you just want to stay long term may not be such an opportunity for them mm-hmm. and what sort of growth aspirations do you have and what extra skills do you have added the sort of smart money thing is really where they what they look at as much as size of money okay now see uh, you said a lot in there and i'm like i'm sure people are like <laughs> what is he talking about what is smart money <laughs> and what does he mean exit i'm gonna have this business forever sure. and i think that those are important concepts especially sure. when you're looking for investment so does the platform offer or are you considering offering any additional resources to help kind of educate people as they're looking or maybe they're registering for the platform they don't know they don't know if it's smart money or not yeah <laughs> um and they don't know necessarily what what exit means so is there an opportunity for you to include some type of educational or learning um with the platform and the resources that you currently have yeah i mean education is quite an important part of what we're trying to do because as i mentioned before we saw regional diverse communities Mm. uh, as being an incredibly important part of of the market we serve because it's it's easier in places like London or Berlin or something or New York to access funding routes and to get inside those networks. It's much harder in other places. And you, you need to get on the radar in the first place and then begin to understand the language. So yeah. that's what I encourage people to do. We have a, a blog, which we launched a few weeks ago, actually, uh, which we're adding to all the time and on our website. So when you go to the website, which is quodio.com, like radio with a Q, um, uh, when you go onto it, there's a you can click blog, and uh, on the blog there's a number of articles there talking about issues about things like access to capital, about fairness of access to capital, about issues that uh, entrepreneurs face in various ways, what people are looking for in business plans and pitches. So when you typically present, what are people looking for? But the interesting thing is, people, venture capitalists people often think want ten out of ten or eleven out of ten. Often they're looking for the person, they back the person first and the product mm. second in many cases. 
in later That's stages is mm-hmm. people often back the product first and the people second because they right. can replace the people. Mm-hmm. The person is the key thing and the, or the team. And how could you work with them, going back to the marriage analogy, mm-hmm. and are they going to want to grow a business? And sometimes they may want to have their mindset change. They may have a world open to them where suddenly they realize, actually, I'm onto something here. And, you know, this can be much bigger than I thought. Yeah. So I, I call them coachable, right? Are they coachable or not? <laughs> right? Yeah. Is it going to be a fight um, if, mm. if we, we um, suggest changes and all of that? So that's great to know because I think that is key, especially here for our stakeholders here to understand what people are going to be looking for. You know, you might think you have a great business idea and that everyone should invest in it. But the reality is, like you said, VCs, um, uh, angels are going to be looking for certain things. And you want to make sure that if you're you're trying to see, get capital or whatever, that you are including those things in kind of your pitch and your plan and all of that. So that's great to know that you you have resources at least to support them in that way. Now, you are going to be partnering with us and doing a webinar um, to talk a little bit more about this. What what kind of things are you going to be covering in the webinar? And that's going to be this uh, Friday, March the 12th at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's free. And you can log on to our website to register for that. But what kind of things are you going to be covering uh, in that webinar, Simon? Sure. Well, um, thank you. So, I mean, I just want to say thanks to BDC and also folks like Ignite and the Island because they've had a fantastic entrepreneurial culture and amazing entrepreneurs who really want to grow. It's a matter of trying to see what we can do to add some value. So I came here on this global nomad visa, you know, the one-year mm-hmm. visa. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed and I'm enjoying participating in entrepreneurial culture and helping entrepreneurs here. So it's something we can kind of try to give back. Um, obviously, our focus, our knowledge is around you know, fundraising with relatively I don't mean in a funny way, but sort of sophisticated investors like you know, institutions like venture capital and priority firms. So I'll talk pr- predominantly about that, but I'm very happy if uh, people want to have more explanation about words like exits. You mentioned the word exit for that means mm-hmm. the sale of your business. There's so much terminology and stuff. So I'm very happy whilst giving the general talk about if you want to raise venture or private equity and want to know what it's about, this is what we're seeing. And we'll talk through, um, I suppose, what, what we've found in terms of how to attract a venture capital firm what you need to do on that kind of base, what they're looking for. We've also got a lot of tips about the COVID era. Strange enough, because of COVID, places like Bermuda suddenly actually have opportunities they never had, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs here, because it, the world is flatter than it was. That's and our right. system being a platform is, makes it flatter in a sense. So you can have your ideas seen in places you would never have probably dreamed of before as an irony of this kind of this terrible last year. So, so I could maybe explain what some of those wrinkles mean in terms of how the venture capitalists are reacting to that and how you might then get get seen perhaps. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I think it's awesome. This has been a challenge for us even prior to us meeting you, Simon, about how you get uh, entrepreneurs who we think have something in front of someone who's willing to to support them by investing in their business idea and in them, as you, as you mentioned. So I think it's awesome. I'm encouraging those who are listening to log on. Uh, Simon is going to be leaving the island soon, but hopefully you're going to be returning um, but, oh, yes. <laughs> but while <laughs> while he's here, um, thankful that you're able to give us a little bit of your time. Like you said, you did one of these for Ignite. Um, and for those who may have missed it, you can 
make up for that and and join us on March the 12th at 4 p.m. Log on to our website to register. Um, But really excited about you sharing with us and how this might actually work for some of our local entrepreneurs because you're absolutely right. The world is a lot flatter. It's a lot straighter. uh, It's a straight line to get to to some uh, people now. Whereas before, I don't even think that, like you said, people would even consider getting financing for someone that was not locally in Bermuda. So have you seen, since you've been here, kind of uptake from, I would say, Bermuda potential angel VCs, investors? Or have have their interests been peaked and are they registered on your platform? Do you have any? Um, so we've spoken to a few uh, people I think uh, would be classified as angels here. I mean, I think people want to be quite private here. We do have they a do. on our system called Stealth. So or not, we don't call it stealth per se, but it's effectively a stealth mode. So if you want to be invisible on our platform, looking for opportunities, you can be. And vice versa, entrepreneur, you can also reduce your visibility on the system. It means you'll probably get less matches and less less, less out of the system. Uh, but here people seem to want to be very private with how they spend the money. So we, are talk- we have got a few folks who have always got some entrepreneurs here signing up. But I think that historically you need to build up like a sort of cluster of or public sort of venture capital communities mm-hmm. around things like BDC. I worked in Cambridge in the in the early 2000s, and Cambridge, believe it or not, in the UK, because I was at university originally, and everybody never thought business would ever emerge in Cambridge. When I was an undergraduate, there was no business in Cambridge, basically. <laughs> 20 years later, there was a venture capital scene, and it grew because there were accelerators, there were, mm-hmm. there were other support locally, and investors began to give back into their own community. There was a guy I spoke to the other weekend in Cambridge who sold his business to a to Apple recently, mm-hmm. uh, amazing business, and yeah, he came out of that community, and it was unthinkable 20 years ago. Right. He's now putting back into local entrepreneurs up there. Yeah. So you'll have that begin to occur, and that will begin to grow a local scene. And But at the moment, obviously, probably some of the funding might come from elsewhere. And then it's a bit like in Israel or a Singapore, where initially there wasn't much of a venture capital community. The entrepreneurs are hungry and come up with ideas. Success comes back, and people begin to found things here and keep some their businesses here and then they kind of invest back into the community it's a virtuous cycle but it's probably early days in that sense here well there's huge potential here it is it is and i'm excited about it because you know like you said a lot of people are um they're stealth (laughs) they don't want people to know and i'm like but why and it's the same on the entrepreneur side as well you know sometimes they're like yeah you know i have this great idea i need money but i don't want to tell nobody and Mm -hmm. i'm like well how does that work How exactly does that work? So it sounds like you've uh, found a solution for that with the stealth mode on the platform. Um, but I guess I, I guess it gives people an opportunity to get their feet wet to test the waters without mm-hmm. like plunging head first, um, which I think is great for some. So sure. I'm really excited about it. Who would you say should be joining in on this webinar on, on Friday the 12th? Sure, thanks. Um, well, obviously, entrepreneurs of all stages and sectors locally um, you know, it may be the venture or privacy is not for you in many cases, but hopefully you'll get to understand, therefore, why not to waste your time on it if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Because so many people think it's an opportunity and, and, and waste time, and perhaps you can learn about stuff and not, not spend too much time. Those obviously who want to raise money and have growth aspirations in their businesses, um, hopefully give them a bit of an inside scoop about what's going on uh, in the industry and how to try and interact with it, not just through our own platform, but also give you some of those of some of that language effectively i'd also encourage you know we've got accountants and lawyers and bankers who use uh, use bits of our platform today so we can have more functionality for them next year and we'd encourage those there's lots of those kind of folks here and obviously um there are a lot of um sort of family offices and business angels and wealthy folks on the island who i think could probably 
probably haven't been as aware as they could have been about how to either sort of form new entities here that actually deploy into, the, into this kind of funding mm-hmm. or, to, or, to be, or to get even further involved with this community. So I'd encourage, obviously, the you know, business angels and, and, and uh, you know, people across the community and obviously a lot of uh, female and diverse community entrepreneurs as well because today one of the fascinating things I found at this Ignite uh, um, meeting all these entrepreneurs today, there's a lot of creativity, but a lot of people lacking either possibly the, the confidence mm-hmm. and or the language mm-hmm. quite related. It may be because of COVID partly, but I think if I think we just need to be able to, a new organization, BDC, seems to be able to give that spark and some of that toolkit to people. Yep. So we'd encourage people who wouldn't necessarily always think about this as being an opportunity to just at least tune in and learn a bit about it, at least just to understand what's out there. I echo exactly what you said. Um, don't don't think because you don't have it or you, you're not ready yet that you shouldn't. This is a learning opportunity. It is free. Um, and like I said, Simon is here. This is a new platform and there's an opportunity, huge opportunity um, to 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 learn what is required. So even if you're not ready for investment or um, or anything like that, once you are, at least you will have the tools and you'll have the language like you, you said to, to be able to actually take advantage of it when you're ready. So I just want to say thank you again, Simon, for joining me today. I'm looking forward to the webinar on the 12th. Um, can you just give out the web website address again for, for the listeners? Yeah, well, uh, before I say that, I just want to thank the people of Bermuda because I've had a fantastic time here so far and, uh, you know, intend to continue to stay here even if I'm traveling on and off island and I think there's enormous potential here. So, and I think the one-year visa has been an extraordinary thing. I wouldn't have come here without it. So, awesome. and the folks who have encouraged me to come here. So, our, our website is Quodeo. It's like a rodeo. So, Q-O-D-E-O, with a Q instead, so Q-O-D-E-O dot com. And if you uh, log on, my use a, quote, a coupon Q-O-D, that's Q-O for Oscar D, so quad fifty five zero at the checkout point, and you get 50% off at the moment. It's only five bucks a month. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Simon. I will say enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your time here. And I will see you next Friday at 4 p.m. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Thanks, thanks. for being here. Thanks, Simon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Wow, I've got a big smile on my I face know. just thinking about that. Like, That's... I like this guy. I want him to um, come back and bring a hundred of his closest friends <laughs> to do the same thing. And I'm sure he's like, no, I don't want anybody else to know about Bermuda. <laughs> I'm going to keep it all to myself. That's right. <laughs> but no, that's not what Cody is about. Cody is about sharing the knowledge. That's and right. Obviously, that's what we want to encourage all of our folks here to do as well. Jamila. Yes. Show's over. It's over already. I can't yep. believe it. So just reminding people that it's a week Friday. It's a week Friday happens. at 4 p.m. Yep. Uh, log on to our website at bdc.bm to register. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking forward to having the conversation with Simon. And you heard, he said, all of you, yes. people who have money, who want to invest it, people who need investment, people who have an idea and don't know about how to get investment, all mm-hmm. of you should log on um, because I think it'll be very educational and certainly uh, get the discount for, for registering with the platform if yep. you are, in fact, looking for investments. Awesome. Well, Jamila, we've done a lot of minding our business today. We have. We have. <laughs> and we encourage everyone else uh, to, to join us here every Thursday at 4 o'clock. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. Ocean 89.
Smart. 